Welcome to Probably Science. I'm Matt Kirshen, sat just to the left of Andy Wood. Hello there, Matthew. Hey. Do I sound okay? You sound okay. You sound okay. This is a very... You look ridiculous, but you do sound okay. Andy has a cold and currently has... Is it... Why is it just one nostril? Just one nostril's (laughs) running. It's barely a cold. It's just the last day of it. One nostril's running and it's currently plugged with... I've got a nose tampon. Yeah. Yeah, Toilet paper. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be sniffling. Listen, as weird as I sound, I would be worse to be. It'd be worse to hear me sniffling the whole episode. So yeah, we know we got we got some misophonic listeners. Yeah, you don't want to hear sniffling. You'd rather hear me talk like this. <laughs> hey, it's a dull guest episode. So why don't we get straight into Let's do it? The people who are sitting around us. Um, well, firstly, someone who I've wanted. Like we we've been trying to get you on the show for for years. I'd say. Just the timing's never worked out. <laughs> you made that seem like I'm like, that I've been ducking you, that I'm such a hard no, I, get. It's we consistently message you with about six minutes notice. and like, what are you doing now? You know, I am busy right now. <laughs> uh, hilarious comedian and namesake of uh, kids TV presenter yeah. I grew up with, uh, Mr. Andy Peters. I, hey, how's it going? I, um, I hashtagged it yesterday, hashtag Andy Peters as... As we all want, and uh, all of it is England hates that guy, really, and it makes me feel like I Hang can't go second. to England. I don't know. I remember him being one of the good ones, but it's like, like but he it's, was one. Of, he he hosted like the sort of linking program. He's a children's talk show host in England. Yeah, and it was like Andy Peters. It was one of the programs. I can't remember which of the incarnations it was because it had different names throughout the years. But it was like the linking program between. The various cartoons and kids shows that you'd watch when you get home from school. Okay, so you yeah. get home from school, and he's in a small studio with a puppet co-host. Yeah, and- <laughs> yeah. I think so. If you if you like scroll hashtag Andy Peters, it's all this like I want to kill Andy Peters. I'm so annoyed by Andy Peters. Someone right. get What's a he- gun and murder Andy Peters. And before I knew this other guy, maybe he's existed. done something recent because I because I thought he'd basically been on the production side for the last 10, 15 years, and I. As far as kids TV goes, I remember him being one of the good ones, and also by British kids TV presenter standards, turns out not to have been a sex offender, which a vast what? number oh, yeah. of them seem to have. Yeah, See, he's, he's been accused of that on his scroll. He's accused of that from yeah. time to time. Who's the main sex offender? Well, Jimmy one? Savile was okay, the yeah. like monster beyond monsters, but then in the various investigations that sprung up in the wake of because he died without being caught, and it was only after his death that they found out. Um, but then there like loads of different investigations sprung out and then it turns out yeah, like a large a large proportion of like T V stars and pop stars of the seventies and eighties were very loose with consent. Yeah, at, that's at best. I wonder so, what but Matt, about. what do I do though? Is it like a, it's a really big career goal of mine to go do shows in England? I don't wouldn't know how to promote such shows. Yeah, if I went over there and said Andy Peters is at this comedy well, club, well, I would say a like a a poster would help because being like he's you're black. both American and white, and he's neither of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like, but and I also thought for a while that he was spelling his with an I, but that's how ladies in this country. Sp- yeah, Lady I mean, Andy spell could it. Could you just go Andrew when you're over there? Could you just be... I, I think I would have to. Or go full yeah. Andrew Michael. Or say uh, Andrew Michael, which is my middle name. I could say... But there's another comedian named Andrew Michael. Oh, this is a mess. Yeah. Oh, wait. He does go with an I. No, right. no, no. Oh, hang on. Oh, yeah. He yeah, he is with an I. Yeah, but when people talk about him, 
they don't know that. And so, oh. like, if you look on Twitter, it is a lot of, like, I think people are talking about me, but they're talking about him because it's all people from England saying, like, I'm so annoyed by Andy Peters. I want to kill Andy air? Peters. Like, why are people so mad at him? He, I don't think he's a child presenter anymore, but he does a lot of their version of American reality shows. Like, he was on their version of, like, Celebrity Apprentice, and he was on their oh. version of uh, uh, Get Me Off This Island. Okay, apparently is he has started to get back in front <laughs> of the Their version of I just made that up. The only version Do they have a show called I'm on an island, get me off of it? <laughs> I, uh, I I'm a celebrity, I'm get me out of here. It's basically, <laughs> I'm on a bad island. Which is celebrity, it's celebrity survivor. Basically. Yeah. It's exactly oh, okay. what that is. Um, we put celebrities on an island and get, that's real? get them. Yeah, it's that real. is a real show that's been running for a while. <laughs> you know what? I'd watch that. And the, the, the post show was very briefly... Like the kind of analysis right. of the Talking Dead Talk, to Walking yeah. Dead version. The post show was very briefly for about four episodes hosted by Brendan Burns, friend of the show. Oh. With me as one of the writers before we all got really? sacked. <laughs> and he had to keep that TV network TV clean, huh? Yeah. He could do that. That's well, are we still talking about the Island show? Yeah, the I'm show. A celebrity get me not off the show this itself, island. but like the show that came on straight afterwards. With like in the studio where they're talking about it, like like how Chris. Or you would have to Talking Dead after the right. Walking Dead episode. Right. So you would have to write chunks that were like, "Here's who didn't get off the island." This we were week. writing a little sketch. It, 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 was, it was such a weird <laughs> show. It was host. It was he was the guy in the London studio, and he was linked up by a satellite link with Kelly Osborne, who was in Australia in the studio next to the jungle. <laughs> That's like um, we lasted less than so a month. Convoluted. <laughs> like, well, not even a month. Like, because it was every. It was. I can't remember how frequent the episodes were, but we. I think by episode five we were off the air, and they they swapped us out with some like presenter who's done a lot more presenting and was much more acceptable to them. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, seriously like sci-fi movies where you watch those sci-fi movies uh, that are like um, we put prisoners on an island and film it. Yeah. Or like what was the Arnold Schwarzenegger one where he had to go yeah. through a bunch of different li- Running, uh, Running Man. Man. Yeah. This is like a safe, yeah. modern version of way, Running Man. Have you ever read the book Running Man? No. no. It didn't, okay, didn't know that existed. It's, no, it's Stephen King under oh, his oh. Um, oh. pseudonym. It's a Richard Bachman one. Oh. But it's um, it's a novella. It's like, it's it's pretty, but it's so different to the film. Is it, I'm sure, much darker? It's much darker. The movie's pretty dark. It's, yeah, but it's like... They're, but also they're, fun. There's like a yeah. hockey player. There's like a lot of fun characters. Yeah. There's a catchphrase in it that I love because it makes zero sense. One of those Schwarzeneggerisms, which yeah. is he kills Sub Zero. It is a Sub Zero, now just plain zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? That, that sense. makes so, total on. sense. Mathematically, he's increased. Yeah. <laughs> he's gone yeah. from a negative to neutral. <laughs> yeah. He's so more, actually, you killed him into being a whole number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's. <laughs> He's doing better. Yeah. It's, an, it's a net improvement. He's doing it's better. <laughs> Should we tell Arnold Schwarzenegger? I think we could. He's currently the host of um, I'm, I'm Celebrity. A celebrity. I'm a celebrity. Like Give me a job with you. They should all have I'm a celebrity. I want to be a CEO <laughs> of a company. Be. Get me out of here. Full descriptive <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I'm a celebrity. Talk to me about my desire to get out of there previously. Yeah. The after show. <laughs> Um, the other guest. <laughs> Sorry, I really, I really took a turn down a couple different avenues. Um, British Andy Andy Peters is yeah, also here. Yeah, the other guest is. That's me. The, Hi. I don't think. Do you have a namesake? I don't. A, a no. British TV namesake. I don't think you do. No. Um, 
uh, a very funny a comedian, writer, improviser, and someone, the second of the people who I've stolen from this show from the Jim Jeffries Pilot Writer's Room. Yes. Uh, and author of the brand new book, I Am Bride, How to Take the Wee Out of Wedding and Other Useful Advice, Laura Wilcox. Hello. Hey, Laura. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. My only doppelganger is, I have two L's in my last name in Wilcox, yep. and my only doppelganger is the woman with my email address well her name is also laura wilcox with one l and we have the same email address twitter handle and instagram handle but she has one l so she gets all of my emails oh Oh, yeah she's a lovely woman lives in orlando florida we have a nice correspondence she forwards me my emails um and and we'll sometimes like make nice little commentary on the contents of the emails like i got a wedding invite by email and she was like congratulations to your friends it's like it'll be really lovely and um, And now you have a friendship with the same exact name as you what does laura wilcox do I don't I think she's like a teacher or something like okay. that I'm, I'm not really sure so does she get into the whole like Hollywood glamour does she get excited about she them? does get a lot of like call sheets that because it's like someone like quickly plugging in a bunch of email addresses so they'll always spell it mine wrong and so she gets like I'd say almost every call sheet I've ever received <laughs> has gone to her first so she thinks I'm more important than I am like she's I'm the Laura who works in film and she'll sometimes she'll just respond to the person sometimes and be like this is the long wrong she could totally like catfish yeah. you or yeah. like live mm-hmm. your exactly. second life she as has her access life. to so much of my information yeah she could move to Hollywood and have like a pretty decent yeah. side career just answering your email yeah maybe <laughs> Showing up to writers' rooms and answering call sheets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, getting on a, yeah, a secret room in her house with <laughs> clippings on the wall, wigs on styrofoam heads. Yeah. She just goes in there. Oh, and her parents are congratulating her for writing on TV shows. Yeah. She's just going She's with like, it. Like, yeah, thanks. it's been a big year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she could also, also with her ID, she could absolutely get on any set that you're working oh, like yeah. any studio lot that you're working on. A hundred percent. Yeah, she because also they like rarely even check for ID. I've walked on to lots before because I like lost my license I walked into the Fox lot I just like walked on yeah. and just acted with confidence look, I just didn't look towards the security guard yeah. booth so I just kept walking and no yeah, one just you guys know, there's no way she's not listening to this right now uh, yeah. so we're kind of giving her a little bit <laughs> too much giving her, like, you yeah. can just walk Honestly, right out of the Fox I'm, lot I'm very lucky because she's so nice and thoughtful and always like takes the time to I'm very lucky that if all my email is going to go to the wrong person that it's going to her yeah. I, I, I owe her my life <laughs> uh, I think so is there like a Dorian Gray you. thing happening yeah. are you sucking the life force I out of her or? am in love with her <laughs> I love her um, this could be like a misery situation where you come to and she's standing over you and yeah. she's like and you're like tied up and she's like you owe me your life yeah and I was yeah. like I've done I do. so much I for you argue. what have you done for me yeah and I'll and be, be like I can't argue with that you're right <laughs> yeah. I haven't done anything for I you I would have missed but so many jobs you. <laughs> I've just been like a burden to you yeah I have that too there's an Andy Peters in Omaha Nebraska who I've been battling for years over our Twitter handle and I oh. I finally took the high road and did the underscore between the Andy and the, the Peters and so now there's a tech guy I have way more followers than him and I, I think he owes me the real at Andy Peters because he's like a tech blogger also says like he's in the public eye and we've had this whole battle of like yeah but what if tech people are trying to find the tech blogger Andy uh, Peters I'm like that's like, not happening no one's looking for that guy no one's looking you for need that to, guy like, set a date and be like whoever's the most famous by this date gets the handle 
No, that's what I've done. I've yeah. set that precedence with him. I've said, listen, I got more followers, but also, like, I'm already at that level. I'm like, yeah. I, you know, I got on TV before he got on TV. So he's got to shift it over. I've told him this countless times. <laughs> yeah. We're, we haven't formed a friendship. We've formed, like, a bitter enemy right, no. ship. This I've even called him out. Here's the weird thing. I couldn't sign up when I, tr- when I signed up to Instagram because I did that really late and still barely use it. Matt Kirshen without an underscore... <laughs> I couldn't take. It's being used, but nothing's on it. So I don't know whether there's a way of... Yeah. Oh, it's being that. squatted. Someone to, has um, that for Bridgetown on Instagram. So we have Bridgetown Comedy, but I'm like, you, you posted two pictures five years ago. Just give me the hand. But that's a whole business. You know, like someone oh, out of the blue... Yeah, the first up. time in new net, social network, someone just jumps in and gets all the first names, all of the common combinations, yeah. all yeah. famous names. Like people jump on like... Any celebrity Yeah Well my um, uh, Well Andy Peters Case in point I couldn't get AndyPeters.com Because someone was Sitting on it I did use Andy Peters comedy And now I get emails From like a Mysterious source That's like Hey give me It's a ridiculous Amount of money Like give me 50 grand And you can have AndyPeters.com And I'm like like, I'm fine That era has (laughs) come and gone Have a look at the gig list On AndyPetersComedy.com And decide whether I have a spare 50 grand Just for a domain (laughs) Exactly Exactly Take a gander at what I'm promoting yeah. on the old uh, comedy.com. And you tell me what the price of Andy Peters.com should be. Uh, Andy and Laura, we ask, I guess, this before we get into the bulk of the stories. Mm-hmm. And there is no right or wrong answer. Uh, but uh, what, if anything, is your background in science? And that's ranged from everything from I have a PhD to I was kicked out of all my high school classes and I used to blow stuff up in the woods. Well, oh, I don't yeah. want to intimidate anyone, but I got the Earth Science Award Ooh, in seventh grade. The Hello. <laughs> so. Seventh grade? What grade did you say? Seventh grade? So that would um, be like 12 years old or thereabouts? Yeah. 12 years ago when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. No, just kidding. I was, yeah, 12, 12 I guess, yeah, in seventh grade. Yeah. Um, I like science. I thought for a hot second about majoring in biology, took one class. Like I like biology. It was always one of my favorite subjects, but it was like, I don't want to major in this. Right. It's like a lot of extra work. What did you end up majoring in? Psychology. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a science. Yeah, it's like a brain a science. science. It's a brain Depending pe- on who you speak mind, to. Mind yeah. science. Yeah, it's a people science. Yeah. It's like understanding people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Social science. science. Has to, you probably had to do a certain amount of statistics. I had to take one statistics course, and I think I did okay in it, but then immediately forgot everything. Right. I was good at that. I got A's because I could learn it for the test and then it would instantly leave my brain. Mm-hmm. That was a skill. I, yeah. I don't have that skill anymore, but when I was a teenager, my yeah. brain was able to do that. Like yeah. I could Routine. memorize a sheet of physics formulae right. and know it for long yeah. enough to get like, me through the test. I don't remember anything. As opposite. Anything. Total opposite. Oh, yeah. How about I this? I just thought of this yeah. as a reality show. Like, oh, maybe this is the most boring thing ever. But like, people having to go back and like relearn stuff that at some point they really did know, like, yeah. and get tested. No, it's super boring to watch. Well, I had. Well, it would just be. It could be funny. That How is... could you make that good? I don't know. Yeah, depends on what the thing was. Yeah, I mean, I guess if it's physics, if it's, you, you have to do like, it while trapped on an dead. island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get me. A, a, I'm on this island doing science. Yeah. Help me get off of it. I have to I'm do a science. former psychology major. <laughs> get me on yeah. this psychology. There's spiders test. crawling over your face. What's the product rule <laughs> yeah. for differentiation? Yeah. yeah, we've got you locked in a cage, dangling over these high coals. Um, yeah, what's the what's the difference between permutations and combinations? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I couldn't remember. even. Did you notice I couldn't even come up with a science example? No, I <laughs> just then in my funny science I couldn't even come up when with I, an example of an equation. That's what's how a fire tube. <laughs> That's not a. Thing. 
I do improv, and if I, whenever I've done scenes where I'm supposed to be like a teacher or someone who knows stuff, I can't even like reference. You're like, and now I'm an astronaut. I just meant. I just always say like the Pythagorean theorem. Yeah, uh, I just no. like mention that and like the high. Hy- That's even I mean, most people say e, e equals mc squared, and you you're a one up on that. Plus b squared equals c squared. That's yeah. yeah. Don't yep, know yep, if that's yep. true. Okay. Or great. a good one to that's pull all is, I is the uh, quadratic formula. Yeah. Remember right. that one? I remember that that's no, a I, thing. Now I just said it and I can't remember. Oh, Quadratic, yeah. It's a complicated Man. thing. All, it's it. all over 2A. Negative B plus or minus a square root of B squared minus 4AC all over 2A. That is correct. All there over you go. Holy crap. Wow, damn. Dude, I just had to, um, uh, as like a side gig, you know, all comedians, we got our side gigs. I was trying to substitute teach. This is really sad. <laughs> this is going to be a sad omission. And I had to take, uh, in California, there's a test called the C-Best. Very simple math test to just see if like you have a rudimentary comp. <laughs> Comprehension yeah. of like what you would teach like kindergartners through eighth grade yeah. of like basic math, and I was really caught up. I ended up it took me two tries to pass it, and I and I had to go back and restudy um, uh, graphs and slopes of lines, oh. and uh, I really forgot that it's y equals. Uh, it's really... Why am I trying to? <laughs> no, well, your... you know what? You know what tripped me up? I totally forgot that in science, triangle means the change. So the slope of the line is the change of the line. So I was just putting like y equals x plus b, and I wasn't putting in the. the and I got docked points because I wasn't putting in the triangle, which stands for change. Oh. And uh, California doesn't want me to teach no. their children. <laughs> That's what I learned in the whole process. I, I keep that. I keep trying to do these side things or like, well, comedy's not working out. Let me see if I can teach <laughs> kindergarten science. No, nope. nope. not a lot. And then the state of California. I the word. <laughs> <laughs> kindergarten. Kin- kindergarten. I'm, I'm from the Midwest. That's a Midwest. Well, it, is, it is a very yeah. <laughs> we don't We don't say ours. We don't say. Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Yeah. We say, uh, um, uh, we mispronounce a lot of things. Li- uh, we say library instead library. of library. Don't, don't, listen, I'm from the Midwest. Don't put this on. <laughs> this is not all about the region. You don't say library? No, I pronounce the R. You, I mean, we don't, you're not supposed to. You're yeah, from the Midwest. You what, you don't what, month, what month comes after January? Oh, yeah, Feb- February. Yeah, I guess no, I one, no one really cares. No one, no one says one that R. No, one's, yeah. no one's hard yeah. up on I'm that. I'm from New Jersey. We don't say that yeah. R. But yeah. we say kindergarten. Hey, uh, kindergarten. how do you pronounce the uh, type of power that was generated at places like Chernobyl? Ooh. Oh, oh well, that's the R's at the end of that. Nuclear. <laughs> Nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> what did I do wrong? That Nuclear. You got it right the second time. That was a trap. Nuclear. Nuke. Nuke. There's just no, there's no space between the C and the L. It's just clee. I just always hear Bush saying nuclear. Yeah. That's what I say. Nuclear. 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 He just, yeah. uh, uh, Nuclear. his technique was always just trailing off when he didn't know yeah. the word. <laughs> yeah, he would just step away from the podium. <laughs> God, remember when it that was a thing? It is easier to say nuclear. Yeah, remember when, when we cared thought... about pronunciation and that, yeah. that was the thing you held the president to task Remember for? when we thought the funny clown was going to be the worst president yeah. of all time? Can we go back to those God. days where we're like, it's not going to get any worse than the guy who mispronounces like, like 20 years ago, we'd still be talking about someone writing unprecedented. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it just came and went in 15 minutes. Like Even I, even I knew. The, yeah, yeah. That one. not even close to the worst thing that's happening. Well, what a sweet time that was. Yeah. Anyway, uh, hey, uh, uh, Laura, you, you've just gotten married and written a f- comedy book about it. Yeah. But hey, even if you hadn't gotten married uh, <laughs> and had been alone for years, along with the rest of your shark species, uh-huh. assuming you were a shark and not a human, which of I course. have good you authority is that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you are a human on account of your characteristics. Yeah. But um, 
you know, like speech and bipedal and all that kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, if and living on land. But if you were a female shark separated from a long-term mate, this is a very complicated yeah, segue. Like it. No, no, no this it's, is, it's working. It's working. I knew I'm this was going to be your end of this, so I, I'm with I appreciate you. it. Uh, you you may have developed the ability to reproduce without males. Ooh, could have hmm. have your babies all by yourself. Uh, a female shark separated from her long term mate has developed the ability to have babies on her own. Uh, Leone the zebra shark. You probably say zebra shark. Sure do. <laughs> uh, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah, Across the pond, you say zebra, zebra. Yep. It's a zebra, bro. zebra, bro. And it begins with the letter Z. Oh, no! my God. Yeah, I do know that. I do know that one. Z, uh, which is, just, I don't even know how you come to that. You're adding yeah, You're adding like other it. letters to a letter I don't to know pronounce why, I, I a letter. I don't like that at all. When it was named after the Police Academy character. Z? <laughs> no. Give me a break. Z. A to Z. <laughs> was that Z? Z? No, no, Z? wait. Z, um, Zeb. What I had his toy. I had his. Well, that was uh, Pulp was, Fiction as that well. That was Bobcat Goldthwait's character, right? Yeah, I think so. I had his action figure. It was I'm pretty what sure was it was Zeb. It wasn't Zed. Zeb with a B. It was yeah, Zeb. it was. It was Zed. It was totally Zed. Zed slash oh. Laura. Okay. Hey, I was thinking of Zed's dead. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that, that's also Zed. Um, um, wait, so sharks can okay. asexually reproduce now? Is that what we're, is that what's happening? Yeah, uh, Leone. These, these zebra sharks. Leone, can... the yeah, the ze- zebra shark, uh, Stegostoma fasciatum. If you who named her Leone? Yeah, that's not uh, a good name. Why well, did... probably the people in the aquarium at Townsville, Australia, oh. where she met her male partner in 99, they had more than two dozen offspring together before he was moved to another tank in 2012. Oh, why would they do that? Uh, mm. I don't know. You know, just like to see what happens. What happened? Well, from then on, Leone didn't have any male contact, but in early 2016, she had three baby sharks. What? What? Intrigued Christine Dudgeon at the University of Queensland in Brisbane. I'm sure Christine Dudgeon has come up on this podcast before. I could be wrong, but that really? feels like a name that has previously popped up for a different story. Dudgeon. Um, and her colleagues began, oh, new scientist, fishing for answers. Hello. meaning because they're in the uh, water and we're also looking for things. And that's the done this, there's also, another version of this story that Justin um, Broad sent in. Do you want to check that? That's from ABC. See, see if, if that's less, fish puns. Let's pull up less uh, puns. Check for fewer puns. Check that one for fish puns. One possibility was that Leone had been storing sperm from her eggs and using it to fertilize her eggs. Oh, wow. I have a theory, too. Can I, I hope that that's what she was doing. Can I, get can him, I girl. throw a theory at you? Go for it. I, I thought when you first told the story, I didn't know it happened in a tank. I thought it happened in the wild. Can they do like a sample? This could be like a sperm-ridden tank. Right, it could just be sperm water. It could be, but it wasn't. Sperm water. Oh. It wasn't because they then did genetic testing, which showed that the babies only carried DNA from their mother. (gasps) Indicating they had been conceived by an asexual reproduction. Holy crap. So no other DNA mixed with the female shark DNA. Straight up. So were all the babies females? Um... I don't know that that's required. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe it would be. Right? Because don't you need the Y from the guy? Yeah, I'm just thinking because most things things that reproduce asexually wouldn't have... Otherwise, the whole species would... You could still make... Yeah. Wouldn't have, like, wouldn't have a sex, but... But you don't need sex if you you asexually reproduce. I guess they would be if they're genetically identical. Well, it says have DNA only from their mum, but it doesn't say whether they're genetically identical, so I'm not sure. That's crazy. Hey, uh, biologists who are listening to this show, write in if you know the answer to that one. Um, I, I feel like, uh, well, I guess you were asking if I would prefer to asexually reproduce. 
If I wasn't married? Well, if you was were... Part of basically, I'm asking if you were... If you were separated from your husband and put in a tank by yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. For You're years, put in a box yeah. for well, f- how many Australian years? Which tourists happen. and children visit you and look this at you. This all could happen in Trump's America. <laughs> it could very easily happen. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying eventually, this is a possibility. Eventually three yeah. sharks would come out of you. Yeah. If you spent enough time alone in a okay. tank. Okay. I just, at that point, I think... I definitely see human zoos being a thing in Trump's America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, um... Uh, some vertebrates, some vertebrate species, have the ability to reproduce asexually, even though they normally reproduce sexually. These include sharks, turkeys, turkeys, that turkeys can do that? Komodo dragons, snakes, and rays. Turkeys are definitely the odd one out in that. Yeah. Group. That surprises yeah, me. Yeah. Do they? So are they still on eggs when they asexually? Reproduce? Yeah, that's a good yeah. question. <laughs> but most reports have been in females who have never had male partners. There are very few reports of asexual reproduction occurring in females with previous sexual histories, says Dudgeon. Hmm. An eagle ray and a boa constrictor, both in captivity, the only other female animals that have been documented switching from sexual to asexual reproduction. So it's maybe the captivity is... So what's the biology of doing it, though? They're just willing themselves to do it? Like the shark, like what's the process of beginning that process? Like how you just will it to happen? It almost seems to me like because she's had babies, it makes it more likely that she'll asexually reproduce because her body's already done it. like her body's just like time to have babies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's keep this train going. Or ghost sperm. Maybe she's got stored up ghost sperm. Well, here's the thing as well. Someone else, Russell um, Bondurianski at the University of New South Wales. Bon Bon. Great name. (laughs) Says, in species that are capable of both reproductive modes, there are quite a few observations of switches from asexual to sexual reproduction. However, it's much less common to observe switches in the other direction. Have we ruled out immaculate sharkception? Could this be the start of a new shark-based religion? Immaculate sharkception. There's no way to make a good point. No, there is. (laughs) (laughs) Give me ten minutes. Humanity empire is falling. Sharkaculate. Shark Shark Jesus. And sharks are about to take over and that's just what's happening. Actually, Sharknado shows us we don't need to have a good pun. You could just put shark in place of any Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Mary Shark Dillon had a baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come it's on. It's just as good. It's just as good as Sharknado. That's <laughs> how much time they spent the on the movie The father, son, title. and the holy shark. shark. The, uh, yeah, there was, there was there were no sharks in the end. Uh, there, <laughs> that's not even a pun. That's just, I'm just taking out words of sentences. Noah's and shark, shark. The shark of the covenant. Uh, the shark of the covenant. Shark. I don't know. Oh, that's now we're getting somewhere. Good. That's actually too close to the real world. That yeah. is going to yeah. be. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you pitch be. that to the producers of Sharknado, you got like They'd a like, new you got like a new Indiana Jones type. Yeah. Did the shark swallow like yeah. an artifact and someone's shark chasing of the you know, If you pitch to those producers, they go like, "I think we're going to go with uh, the Last Crew Shark." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I think that's a better pun. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's much closer. <laughs> they just denounce your pun. We're going to go. <laughs> I love that. Oh my That's God. my favorite kind of humor, like the Judge Reinhold thing on Arrested Development when he's hosting his own court show. And they yeah. call it uh, Judge Reinhold. It's like, people are going to mistakenly believe that I'm an actual, we should call it Mr. Reinhold's Mr. court. Mr. Reinhold's <laughs> court. I love it. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. When the pun is just yeah, there already, there. Yeah, and you yeah, do yeah. everything in your power. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so Sharkception. But I have a lot of yeah, questions about goes this. A, the other way. There was a Neil Hamburger special a few years back that finishes with him doing crowd work. Where he, I can't remember the, how he sets it up, but he's like, I'm going to turn any 
give me a film title and I'll give you a funny version. Do you remember this one? I don't, but I know where it's All going. he does is just puts like shit in there. So it's like Star Wars, shit wars. <laughs> yeah. Great. It works. Like <laughs> You can do that with Shark. Yeah, yeah. Shark Wars. Shark Wars. Good night, the long shit good night. <laughs> and then someone shouts out Bullworth and he goes, shit worth. <laughs> Oh man! But, um, so they should probably make a movie based on this story because yeah, I want to sure. get down to the science. Of- well, here's here's the process. In sharks, asexual reproduction can occur when a female's egg is fertilized by an adjacent cell known as a polar body. Uh, this also contains the female's genetic material, leading to extreme inbreeding. She says it's not a strategy for surviving many ge- generations because it reduces genetic diversity and adaptability. Mm. But at times when males are scarce it could be necessary it might be a holding on mechanism says dudgeon uh, the mother's genes passed get passed down from female to female oh so it is a female there we go okay. answered in the article until there are males available to mate with it's possible that the switch from sexual to asexual reproduction is not that unusual we just haven't known to look for it so her baby is technically an inbred bastard yes it, the baby is inbred has the a same shark material and a, shark- a shark a shark shark Daenerys Shargarian. <laughs> you accept it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. She, oh, she, I didn't even know you were doing that for a second. It was so good. It's just too so seamless. A shark flying on the back of a dragon. <laughs> Blonde hair. That's so funny. They're, they're just going to go crazy by the, like, the seventh iteration. Everything's a shark. Everything's... He the, never finished the books. So we don't know. Yeah, the wind's made of shark, and there are people made of shark that are caught in the shark wind. <laughs> And there are sharks riding on those sharks, and they're flying into sharks. And like, okay, we should have not asked you for this. Sharks. (laughs) (laughs) We've over, we've overpaid. We've oversharked. Is it possible to overshark? Just ask Spielberg. He's mid mid making Jaws. You know, somebody was like, there might be too much shark in this movie. Well, that's the famous story about why it's so good, right? Is that they didn't show much of it because it was such a shitty animatronic. Yeah, and then by like the fourth one, there's like four Jawses. Too much. And there's one where it just got over sharked. There was one I remember, like Jaws. You you might even say that one might even say that it's uh, jump. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it sharked the shark. It sharked the shark. shark. It sharked the jump. Uh, but there was one there was one Jaws I don't know if you guys remember this one or which Jaws it was listeners help me out or internet or the internet Uh, (laughs) there was one that happened in an aquarium where like uh, a shark yeah a Jaws sequel Um, um, the guy from uh, the um, oh man not Cuba Goody Jr. but a different black actor with it Lou Gossett Jr. Lou Gossett Jr. I knew it had like the same Lou Gossett. Is that his name? Lou yeah, Gossett Jr.? Uh, like Iron Eagle? Right? Iron Eagle, yep. Yeah, yeah. From the Iron Eagle series. And then he jumped over to the Jaws series and he was like a shark expert that had to help this aquarium with an angry shark situation. And there was a scene where just sharks were coming everywhere and they oversharked. This There's, is Jaws 3D from 1983. Oh, is it in 3D? Yeah, I, I remember the. I didn't campaign. see it in 3D. I, I, I never remember, saw it. But I anyway. saw it on like VHS tape. I think there was a brief like early '80s uh, blue and red 3D craze, and like you could get the glasses at 7-Eleven. Oh they yeah, they started to even do some on TV, I think, and you could get the glasses at various. Yep, convenience I remember stores that. And stuff. 3D 3D um, hype comes and goes. It's a weird wave when in it's, waves. Uh, We're currently in a big 3D. I can't yeah, do it. it gives me I can't do modern 3D, but. Um, 
I can't imagine living your life like the dude in uh, Back to the Future where you always have 3D glasses on. How does, yeah, it's oh, yeah. got to be. Does like he's not seeing things. The, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's not seeing things in 3D. He's just doing damage to his brain. By the way, <laughs> Jaws 3D, I kind of want to watch it now because it's co-written by Richard Matheson, who's one of the most legendary. Oh, dude, give it a watch. Though. I want to see it in 3D with the old school 3D glasses. I'm in, is, Are you sure that's the one in the aquarium? I just know it's the Lou Gossett Jr. one. Let's see if it says anything about it. He might have come back. There is, he might. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Aquarium. Yep. That's the one. It was nominated I vaguely for five, remember. Nominated for five Golden Raspberry Awards, including Worst Picture, Director, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's bad. Supporting Actor for Lou Gossett Jr. Wow. Screenplay. But Richard Matheson, he wrote all the best Twilight Zone episodes. He wrote, um, like, Button Button, uh, I think, uh, Nightmare at 20,000 Do you think he, feet. like, got paid really well for this? I don't know. Maybe like, he just had some clunkers. Maybe. Why did good Well, I feel like we need to do a remake of this Jaws, because now with this new science, the whole idea of it is that the, there's, like, an overbreeding situation, mm-hmm. and they get, like, tons of angry sharks. Mm-hmm. But now that we know this... this um, they may be. Immaculate Sharkception can yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. I think we got to do a Jaws Immaculate Sharkception does sound like yeah. what Sharknado 5 uh, is going to be called. By the way, uh, from the ABC article, the one that Justin Broad sent in, mentions that the process of this process is called uh, parthenogenesis, uh, parthenogenesis, which we've definitely talked about on the show before, which in Greek means virgin creation. I mean, oh. this is Shark Jesus. It just is. So yeah. start worshiping now. Get in. You can get in ahead of everybody else. Yeah. But, but w- WWSJD. Yeah. Get that tag. What would Shark Jesus do? Yeah. This, stories like this always beg the question of like, can this apply to humans? Can humans do this? If you just Why like, not, right? If you How will it. can. We can't. I feel like, um, I thought I heard, uh, maybe it's, uh, I'm sure this is urban legend or else I would have heard of someone doing it. Someone, when I was growing up, told me that technically men could carry a baby to term if it was, if like a fertilized egg were implanted near like the exterior of your intestines, it could attach to it and get nutrients from your intestines and then like come to term in your, of course not. Yeah, I well, when I was 12 or something. I think I had a, We've all seen Junior. What was the science of that checks out? behind that? It was that. They like Attached planted it in him and he was the first man to carry a body. I don't know. If, how would that work if you plant it in a digestive system? Wouldn't I mean, you like... I'm not saying this is... Once you digest things you shouldn't be digesting, it's the digestive tract. I'm saying like this theory would be that this is complete bunk. Again, I failed failed ninth grade earth science. I bet it's... (laughs) Again. Uh, Again, I took last place award. in a Boy Scout science competition. <laughs> oh. So I did. I did. It was like it was like this multi-tiered science competition where the finals was like making a rocket, and my rocket was the only rocket that didn't rocket. It didn't. Oh. <laughs> Everyone was like blast off, blast off, blast off, and you got to my rocket station, and it was like it was like a SpaceX <laughs> video. It just like it shook for a while, and then it like didn't get off the ground, and it oh. sometimes blew those up. Engines are just duds. Like, that's not your fault. You no, I know. I I, I, I marched right into that craft and hobby shop that I got th- my rocket engine from, which is. If you, do you know what that is? How is that size? You just go buy the rocket engine and then you're you like, buy a rocket kit. You buy yeah. a kit, and it all comes with like it's pretty much. I, I don't even know if you're, they're allowed to sell these anymore, but it was a minor explosive, like a chunk of dynamite. Great. That you would hook to the like rocket. It, the rocket part of the rocket and then the rubber band would like launch it like you would hit an, you would hit like a, a an ignition thing and then a rubber band arm would like flick the um the part I don't 
know the we, science of that's this. All that it took. Someone look it up. And yeah. a, an explosion would happen, and your rocket was supposed to go up, but mine was like too much. Like I and it exploded. Like it. It that's was such a weird dangerous. Thing. It sounds like go buy a toy, and that's supposed to teach you science. That's like, the idea. They still make them. They're yeah. still like rocket clubs. But and, that doesn't teach you that's like i turn on my car and science happens but i don't know why like i'm just using it yeah i feel like that's the same thing well the idea i mean you didn't buy a kit that you built the car i mean right. that's kind then of the I'd idea learn something if I did that. I'd <laughs> that's the kind of anything. idea of this yeah. you're yeah. supposed to put oh, you together you're I see. Okay. you are supposed to act as like a rocket engineer i see okay that <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're supposed to be able to get a job at nasa right. post, After it, yeah, almost certainly. like nearly everyone <laughs> All the other kids, all those other kids, yeah. Yeah. whose rockets went up, NASA's they're all. Like, Come they on all work at NASA. Yeah. I mean, some of them are now in like in private enterprise. Some of them are like SpaceX or oh, Boeing, yeah. but like they're all in the field. They're all in the field. They all went on the next day. They got calls from NASA and SpaceX, and they're like, "Hey, uh, we got this whole Mars mission happening. Do you want to like? Yeah. We saw your Word rocket got out. <laughs> yeah. We saw on our radars. We it's saw like, a lot of rocket activity coming from the field of your school. It's like sports scouting where there's yes. one NASA guy watching the Boy Scout, the clipboard, and amateur like rocket yeah. competition. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. his went up. Oh, look at that. Oh, Andy Peters, not good. Not, not good. Ban- lifetime ban. <laughs> lifetime ban. Banned from ever working in science. <laughs> Banned from science. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. that happened. I tried to get and into look, college. Are you like, working in science? It shows. Yeah, you, I was like, I would like to study rocket scientists. And like, <laughs> we're showing here that your Boy Scout rocket when you were seven didn't take off. Uh, hey, yeah. uh, oh. hey, the guy with NASA in the clipboard could probably just like call in or email his results from his findings to the rest of NASA. But if that guy were a rhino. <laughs> Probably use a different method to communicate. Is this oh. a segue? Is this a. <laughs> is what's happening? Is a, yeah, I, love is. <laughs> I really wonder what's happening with you sometimes when you enter these <laughs> segues into the next thing. I think maybe you're having a, like an aneurysm. <laughs> um, well, it could be both. <laughs> but. But guess guess how rhinos spread their <gasps> message around like a social network according to this National Geographic story what? that listener. I think was this sent in by Rhino Tom MySpace? MySpace. It, it kind of close. close. Yep. Uh, poop. poop. What? Poop like a social network? Yeah. Wow. Uh, white rhinos. Uh, Racist. Do their version of gathering around the water cooler. Um, but their choice of meeting place is a giant pile of poop. Chemical what? clues in white what? rhino feces provide information about age, sex, general health, and reproductive status to other rhinos that visit the communal latrine, also called a midden. Does diarrhea Don't give it a nice name. <laughs> See, this is the job in science that I feel like I'm qualified for. That they're just like, hey, go wait around in that rhino shit and get us some answers. Yeah. Get us some react. chemical answers. <laughs> we'll definitely attach for it. <laughs> He's over there in that rhino shit. Look at him. He's really sifting. <laughs> He's coming back with whole chunks of rhino poop, and he's just yelling science each time. <laughs> it's on his face. Now. I got some science. This guy, man, <laughs> he'll do anything. He'll Literally do anything. anything we tell him. He'll do anything and call it science. We call it science. Andy will do anything. Oh my god. <laughs> That would be a good idea for a show. Anything science, <laughs> and just like convince well, people convince celebrities that they're doing science, and it really is just like pouring shit on them or like losing them at sea. Just like you're doing science, just throwing them out of airplanes. <laughs> this is really helping the world. Yeah. Uh, we think of dung as a waste product, says study leader Courtney uh, Marnweck, as a u- ecology PhD student at the University of 
KwaZulu Natal in South Africa. Um, but it's a really good way for animals to communicate. There is a lot of information that we haven't taken advantage of. Her title sounds a lot better than shit scientist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way. Pile. <laughs> Expert. Hey, I'm Courtney. Shit scientist. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. Then no one shakes her hand. fist bump, can't we? Yeah, can we yeah. fist bump? Yeah. Can, we, can we go up? <laughs> oh, don't go near Courtney. She's a shit scientist. <laughs> she's bad at it? No, she's great. No, she's great at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you the said best she's in the field. She's you one of the best. She's a shit scientist. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's a shit scientist. Yeah. Different. I don't know if she's shitty oh, at so it. Oh, so I guess I won't ask her to do any science. Well, you should if it's shit related. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, she's a shit scientist. <laughs> this uh, this is fast. back to that Neil Hamburger bit. Yeah. I'm Facebook, so- more like shit book. Am I right? <laughs> I'm so confused what they're getting from the poop pile. Anyway, they're yeah. Just, let's, like sussing sorry, each other I'll out. shut up for a minute. We got to get the science. So, I need to know the science. <laughs> so, I want to know how I can use this in my everyday life. <laughs> how does this apply to me? Lots of animals can detect chemicals in urine and feces to learn what is going on with other members of their species. Hey, what's up with you, man? Yeah, that's why, for instance, dogs constantly sniff the fire mm-hmm, hydrants. Mm-hmm. Oh, and mm-hmm. butts. What makes rhinos yeah. different from a sniffing Fido, as National Geographic puts it, is that the rhino groups defecate in the same location. Other species get their gossip from middens, especially mammals that live in large social groups like gazelles, monkeys, and rabbits. But the study, this study is the first time the behavior has been confirmed in rhinos. By the way, did you had you heard the word middens, middens before? Mitten. I had middens. Middens a, a sounds like a nice word for a nasty thing. It's a dung heap. Yeah, dung middens heap. Is that what it is? M-I-D-D-E-N is a dung hill. Marnwick and colleagues tracked more than 200 individual white rhinos in South Africa from different populations and took samples of their poop after the animals visited the middens. Come on, science. This allowed the team to track exactly what individual contributed to the sample. Uh... Finding the middens was easy since the hefty mammals trample grass yes, well they're giant piles, piles of yeah. shit. Pile rhinos. We found shit. another one. Yeah. <laughs> You're a real explorer, real right. Lewis and Clark. Well, didn't you also say that they always shit in the same place? Yeah. So that's yeah, it's got to be easy. Yeah, they're yeah. 65 feet across, so they're huge and hard. Oh to miss. my god, really? However, apparently they don't smell that bad. 65 oh, feet good. across because rhino dung is mostly desiccated grass. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, the vegetarian animals. There's a nice video have, of a uh, shitting. Tiger to click there on. There is as well. It's got an earthy aroma to it. Oh, you just just a little bit of poop coming out of his butt in the in the uh, kind of frame they've the like still frame they've chosen. <laughs> I've got to say this is at a zoo because you can see a brick wall just along the edge of what otherwise looks like natural land. Yep, no, that's a zoo. Um, the scientists then analyzed the chemical makeup of the rhino's dung. They found that feces of various ages and sexes, such as young animals, dominant males, and females in estrus, carry different chemical cues. Then, then the scientists created fake poop from grass and mud and spritzed it with the same compounds found in the dung of these different animals, uh, these different groups, these three different groups. They deposited this imposter dung in randomly selected middens and observed how dominant males responded to it. The team found the males were very responsive to the fake dung that contained chemicals from females (laughs) ready to mate. So stupid. Right? They must have been so embarrassed when they found out. <laughs> bro, bro, that's fake poop. When somebody told them. You, you thought it was a rhino, but it's just a PhD student. <laughs> yeah, wait, where where they get Greg the just from? spritzed this with yeah. <laughs> fake shit. Like, what are these? They didn't go into detail what he spritzed it with. This, uh, the chemicals? What's the chemical? Oh, the chemical the you would find. Okay, I get it. 
Well, like, the males, apparently, with this particular one that's been sprayed with the chemicals from the females ready to mate, um, the males spent more time sniffing it than, they, than other rhinos. Um, they visited the midden more frequently and defecated on top of the experimental poop. Hmm. What does that what? mean? Apparently, I don't know. That's like, hey, they might have just been like, "What's this weird shit?" They, I can't what's figure out. <laughs> like, what's it? What, they might just be like, "What is this?" Yeah. What's Steve doing on that pile of shit? I <laughs> <laughs> do wish. I bet you wish you knew. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Why is the smell of zoologist? <laughs> um, middens provide many benefits to a group of animals says Madeleine Ziege, a PhD student at the University of Frankfurt. It's important that all members of, in a group are aware of what's going on, so you know, if you know everyone's status, you don't need to look for them or start fighting. It also says here, um, diarrhea means it's complicated. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I just don't want to be sense. pinned down. Right. Yeah. yeah, you really got to control the diets if you're doing uh, I'm like poop women. science. Yeah, or poop communication. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's like losing your like constipation is like losing your voice. Right, you're uh, like I'm just taking a break from Twitter right now. Uh, I haven't deactivated yeah. completely. Uh, yeah, just, just spending. Just like going a few days, just yeah. seeing how it feels. How no. many PhD programs do you have to fail before you land on poop science? That's oh. my big question. Or is that your go-to? Or is that like what if she's listening? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, well, sorry, let Courtney. Us know. Sorry, Corcor. Defend yourself. Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> Defend. Come at us and let us know why. Hey, she's changing the world. We're, yeah. we're learning a lot. From we're not her. doing anything with our lives. Like we're not. One yeah, I'm just shitting on oh. the shit scientists. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, but, but, by the way, these piles are also important for communicating between separate populations of the same species. Many oh. middens, for instance, sit at the edge of a group's territory and help reinforce its boundaries. Oh, oh. Mm. guardian shit. Guardian shit. <laughs> the Shelbyville midden and the Springfield midden. Yeah. <laughs> You don't want to go to the Springfield yeah. Midden after dark. Oh, that's yeah. That's how towns. We should start doing that, like us. Shit, like shit walls. Yeah, <laughs> shit walls. Shit Instead walls of a fence. Shit board. Like I don't mean I'm not gonna go to Home Depot and build a fence. I'm just gonna shit in strategic yeah. corners this of my is, backyard. Trump's plan could work yeah. and save so much money <laughs> yeah, if we just route wall. the sewage systems yeah. of the entire Southwest U.S. So like I was gonna rob this guy's house, but uh, there's shit everywhere. <laughs> I'm not going to bother. That would deter. I think uh, just like a, pretty much a modest, like a three foot high shit wall yeah. at the U.S.'s southern Nothing border. crazy. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> it doesn't have to be insurmountable. It just has to be a wall of shit. Like. By, th- by the way, that story is linking to another story about uh, an interpretation of why one of the readers of National Geographic's cats uh, might have defecated on her bed. And according to this behavioral oh, expert, yeah. it wasn't an angry statement. It's more likely that the cat was anxious because the owner had been recently traveling. Wasabi, which is the name of the cat, went to where his owner sent his strong... Good cat name. That's a strong Wasabi cat, a good name. cat name. Yeah. That's and a left, strong cat name. Left his feces a gesture that essentially says, I want to be close to her, but physically I can't be, so let's just combine smells. Well, okay. What... You're making mm-hmm. a big assumption that that's yeah. what the cat meant. Like, why... Where? How do we get there? That just seems to me like the cat it shit on your bed, and it doesn't mean that... That's such a complicated emotion. Like, yeah. I want to be near you, but I can't, so I'm going to poop near on something that smells well, like Well, they you? get confused. Dogs do that, where they get really confused about smells. Like, my dog, every time he's in a Petco, he just starts, like, peeing immediately, and he doesn't pee inside. Yeah. He just gets so rattled by the smell of, like, but all the dogs in the world. But to just... Mark his territory. He wants to make it familiar by leaving his scent in places. Yeah, my uh, okay. My like hus- he's the king of the pet co. Yeah, and apparently yeah. according to this, he's sometimes cats will defecate in places other than their litter tray when loads of guests have been around. Because 
my husband's parents, my in-laws, when I first went over there to meet them for the first time, I had dinner and they have this evil cat that they have to like put in the basement whenever someone mm-hmm. We had over, that. I had an evil like, cat. Sugar you? Pie. My dad's cat, oh, Sugar Pie, was Sugar evil. Pie yeah, was yep. an asshole. He was a big asshole. Like, good name for a dick cat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This cat is Cody, and he's so cute and fluffy, but he's evil. And so when they after dinner, when they let him out of the basement, he immediately went and pissed under the chair that I had been sitting on. Like I wasn't even sitting there anymore, but I had sat there during dinner. He went and pissed under it, which felt like Dick. a very aggressive territorial move. Uh-huh. Is how I interpreted. it That's probably yeah. what it was. Yeah, yep. I was like, "Damn, you bad cat." Well, cat, my cat, yeah, um, not sugar pie, but we had a, a, a another non-sugar pie cat growing up, Sparky. We gave him a dog name <laughs> to be fun. Uh, Sparky the cat would pee on my bed all the time, and like no one else's bed. I had three brothers. They didn't get the cat pee, and cat pee. Have you ever yeah. smelled cat pee? Whew. And he would like daily. There was a like he had a time period, uh, like a stretch of daily pees on my sheets. Like we went through a lot of like we had backup sheets oh, no. to my bed because like we would move the bed. We tried all these different techniques. He just hated me. He hated me. The cats don't like near the bed. Just yeah, like he was banned from my room. We had to keep him out of my room, and like he would just get in there somehow anyway and pee in the sheets. Love to pee on your bed. (laughs) I don't get cats. And we've talked about it in the podcast, but there's this thing they discovered in the last few years. this toxoplasm gondi, gondi, whatever. This is thing in cat feces that makes cat ladies into cat ladies. Like as a, as a parasite that gets oh, yeah. in your brain and changes your behavior what? and makes you want to keep this stupid cat around. I hate cat cats. What? Are disgusting. Yeah, yeah. That's they fucking incredible. control your mind. Well, supposedly the 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 idea of this it's a symbiotic relationship that the cats have with this. Uh, I think is it a bacteria? Or is it like a Protozoa or something. Um, make sure I had the opposite effect. Sparky made me allergic to cats. I wasn't before, and now today I can't be around. I like physically can't be around cats. I sneeze, and wasn't as a kid, and now I have like severe cat allergies. And it's, I think it's because of my relationship like, yeah. with sugar pie and Sparky. Yeah, <laughs> but the, I think that this thing has supposedly evolved because if it gets into things like mice, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it increases makes, the chances. It, of it, it makes them less scared of cats. It oh, makes right, mice right, right. less scared oh. of cats, which in turn makes them easier for the cat to catch, right. which in it turn makes the, the cat take on this infection again, oh. which passes it on. So it's like a symbiotic relationship between the cat and this whatever like virus. it is. So you can, he, it well, can feasibly can, tell a mouse, like, hey, we're cool, we're buddies, yeah, we're cool, get over here. Yeah, so the, it gets into the mouse, that's exactly what it, it gets into the mouse brain, and the mouse is like, oh, okay, it's a cat, that's cool. And then the cat, mouse gets eaten. Mice yeah. are so stupid. And onto more mice. Wow. But, but most... it can get into the it can affect humans yeah. in that it makes them love their cat. In humans, it's one of the most common parasites in developed countries. Um, serological studies estimate that thirty to fifty percent of the global population has been exposed to and may be chronically infected with it. Wow. Uh, a number of studies have suggested that subtle behavioral and personality changes may occur in infected humans, and infection with the parasite has recently been associated with a number of neurological disorders, particularly schizophrenia. Cat ladies. So cat ladies are just seriously ill and need to go to they a doctor. They have like toxoplasmosis, toxoplasma gondii. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. Um, they just need a Sudafed. A 2015 wow. study yeah. also found cognitive deficits in adults to be associated with joint infection by both T. gondii and <clears throat> Helicobacter pylori in a regression model with controls for race, race, ethnicity, and educational attainment. However, though a causal relationship between latent toxoplasmosis with these neurological phenomena has not yet been established, preliminary evidence suggests that infection can induce some of the same alterations in human brains as those observed in mice. What? 
So, so it makes that's us tolerate why people these cats like collect more. cats. Yeah, they've they've taken over your brain because they have a virus uh, taking cats. over their brain. And yeah, it, <clears throat> it's a uh, eukaryote. Is that how you pronounce it? Um, so it is a different. Eukaryote. It's a different class of things to bacteria. It's more complex. Is it does like that a mean virus? doesn't have a nucleus? What does that mean? No, it does have a it nucleus. Have a it nucleus. has a. Um, it's an organism. It's an organism with complex cell with a complex cell or cells. Oh my god, that is so creepy. Is, in contrast to prokaryotes, such is as there a bacteria, dog it just really it just really goes pro uh, to the argument of cats are the worst. It, of yeah. How do you come uh, back with to that? be a dog? What's no, the dog equivalent? What's the, in the debate? Dogs don't yeah. after do you put stuff. this argument right. out. What does the dog person come back? Right. With? Yeah. Dogs. And what does just, the cat person come back with? Right. How do you argue that dogs just do comical weird stuff like right. sniff their own butts and like poop in the yeah. house? But cat, they've never given you a brain disease. Yeah. yeah but they, dogs also give you love. Yeah. And cats. Yeah. Maybe that's their their brain disease. It just cats will teach you that the world is full of indifference, and yeah. uh, you should fend for yourself. You're like, I do so much to take oh, care of you, and you so just mad. tolerate me. Yeah. yeah, I um I uh driving um yesterday a black cat really did cross my path, like darted in front of my car, and uh-uh. I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, I really true. think there's something to the whole totally uh, mm-hmm. seven years of bad luck. Yeah. Is that what happens? That seems, yeah. like, that seems like a lot for a black cat. It's seven years. Of that's black. the. That's the. Um, yeah. The unless I, until you kill a cat, I think you have to like slaughter str- a cat. You have to strangle under, a cat with your bare hands uh, yeah. and look it in the under eyes. a ladder. You have yeah. to murder under a cat a under a ladder. You, you break a, a with salt. With salt. Yeah. With salt. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thirteen way. of them. You have to do thirteen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thirteen times. Yeah. In one day. If so you just, murder a cat, you also have to get a whisker tattoo. Did you know that? It's a prison thing. Wow, that guy's murdered a lot of yeah, cats. He's yeah. got a full set of whiskers. Mm-hmm. He's got full symmetrical whiskers. Oh, that's no, like wait, wait, that's cats. a beard. That's just, he's just got no, a beard. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's just his mustache isn't growing in properly. <laughs> he's just got a weird, sorry. patchy, long mustache. Sorry, stand down, everyone. He hasn't killed any cats. He's fine. He's fine. Does sorry, like everyone. a million yeah. cats. Sorry, we called you a cat murderer, Greg. <laughs> Hey, should we sh- shift to a space story? I like it. Why oh, not? this is my this is cats to space. this is my wheelhouse. Yeah, cats to space. I Have they ever sent a cat in space? That wouldn't go. That wouldn't go well. Link this to your book as well, because it mentions Venus, which, as we all know, is the woman's planet. It is. Yep. Oh. I wrote it on Venus. I took a writer's retreat to Venus. Yeah. Um, but uh, a giant wave in the atmosphere of Venus may be the biggest of its kind in the solar system. The feature observed by a Japanese spacecraft is thought to be generated in a broadly similar way to the surface ripples that form as water flows over rocks on a stream bed. In this case, the wave is thought to form as the lower atmosphere flows over mountains on Venus's surface. Its findings are published in the Nature in Nature Geoscience Journal. Does it? Does that mean any? Like what? See, that's my thing with 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 space science. All of these findings are from here from earth so they happen really far away so i always feel like we jumped the gun with like calling it something we're already calling yeah. it a wave that happened on yeah. saturn well i'm gonna, that's probably not at all what it is well, yeah. i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop you there on this one because this wasn't observed from earth this was absorbed by the um kepler a katsuki spacecraft oh which Ooh. entered the or- orbit of venus in 2015 oh so there are cats in space yeah <laughs> 
and observe. There's a whole spacecraft app right operated by cat cafe slash space. Yeah, it's just a good place to chill when you're in Venus. It's just nice. Turns out, turns out, our most impressive space findings are coming from the cat spaceship. Who would have known? Very patient and observant. It's a lot of string science being done. But my question is, what does a wave on Venus mean? Why is it? Yeah, what is it actually? As always, I don't know, but space bras everywhere are super exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what is it? So, curiously, the bright structure, which stretched for 10,000 kilometers, remains stationary at the altitude of Venus's cloud tops. This is difficult to reconcile with what we know about Venus's thick upper atmosphere, in which clouds streak by at 100 meters per second. What? Fast clouds? Super fast. The clouds travel much faster than the slowly rotating planet below, where a Venusian day Our lasts boring longer ass than clouds. It. Yeah. yeah. A day on Venus is longer than a, a year. Because it takes longer to rotate than it does Whoa. for the planet to orbit the sun. Fast clouds, slow times. Yeah. <laughs> the Venus time. <laughs> so, um, Makacho Taguchi from... That's why, women are, that's why women are so much more mature than men. Because mm-hmm. they come from Saturn and they've just, lived... They, they live time. Yeah, keep saying Saturn. It's Venus. Oh, Venus. I'm sorry. Why do I keep saying Saturn? I, don't, I want. I don't know why I mentally wanted to be Saturn. Uh, Venus. What if that was like a, a, a bunch of like copycat books came out right after that, guys? Yeah. It was like yes. men are from Uranus, women are from Jupiter. Yeah, just trying to like. You guys have got the planets just so, so wrong. wrong. <laughs> We've done more research on this. Um, others. Uh, Others show that, um, so Makachu Taguchi and others show that the bright region was fixed over a mountainous region of the surface known as the Aphrodite Terra. It was also found to be hotter than surrounding parts of the atmosphere. The researchers propose that the phenomenon is a result of the gra- a gravity wave that is generated as the lower atmosphere passes over mountains and then propagates upwards through Venus's thick atmosphere. Great band name. You want to be in my band, Gravity Wave? Yeah. yeah. That's got to be. <laughs> sure There's got to be 12 high school bands yeah. Yeah. called yeah. Gravity, gravity Wave. wave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are, particularly after like the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, gravity, <laughs> gravity waves ensue in a fluid such as a liquid glass or, uh, gas or plasma is displaced from a position of equilibrium. Uh, Dr. Colin Wilson, a planetary scientist at Oxford who was not involved in the study, explained, if you have a stream and it's flowing over a rock, you get the gravity waves propagating upwards through the water. At the surface of the stream, you'll see there's changes in height. What's happening here is slightly different because we're seeing it in cloud top temperatures, but the air particles are moving up and down very much as the water particles are moving up and down. In a way, it's pretty braggy of him to come into a study that he had nothing to yeah. do with and be like, "Here's what's going He's like, on." I didn't read the report, but uh, <laughs> trust he called me, me, and I, I need know to say something. What this is. I need to say something. Also, this is not. I'm trying to see if this is at all. This is not related to gravity wave as we know it. For no, this isn't. Yeah, this this is isn't not. like a sort of relativistic wave of ripple in space stars. time. No, yeah. I just yeah. want this. To be like it's an alien life form. That's otherwise I'm just not interested. Yeah. Venus, show me something that tells me there's aliens on you. That's what I want. Planetary science Venus. tries to get us so excited about stuff that's like that's like hey we found yeah. we found more stuff. Yeah. Sidebar completely unalien related, yeah. but stay interested. Like, stay interested. Not interested. <laughs> Haven't found any aliens. Stay I with that me. This is unusual behavior for Venus, but I don't know shit about Venus, so it's all weird to me. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, there's a big plus. Movie. It doesn't affect us. You can keep telling these stories of like, oh man, crazy shit's going on in Jupiter. I'm like, uh, well, do you want some little facts about Venus? Because there's a little fact bar just underneath in this article. Sure. This is gonna change everyone's um, minds. 
Earth's closest planetary neighbor is the third brightest object in the sky after the sun and the moon. Okay. It's slightly smaller than Earth, but has undergone runaway greenhouse warming. Temperatures at the surface mm-hmm. reach 467 degrees C, which is hot enough to melt lead. Damn. These hellish conditions have prompted some to tag Venus as our planet's evil twin. It's a, it's a, it was just Earth. It's us in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's exactly so. We should study Saturn as like what Earth is going to be. Yeah, yeah. It has a dense atmosphere. <laughs> compl- or are there Saturn okay. deniers? They're like, no, nope, didn't happen on Saturn. Still goes back to Saturn every time. Oh, Venus, Venus, Venus. <laughs> Why am I doing that? Are you, you <laughs> I'm are obsessed, obsessed with Saturn. Saturn. Saturn, Love Saturn. I only acknowledge Saturn as the only yeah. planet in our it's solar system. Planet. Oh, you Saturn mean Saturn? It's the best planet, a great planet. <laughs> it could just be because you were admiring <laughs> that beautiful trouble. piece of machinery out in the driveway when yeah, you came in. That's right? what it is. I saw your Saturn. Yeah. Uh, and it planted that cat chemical in my brain. Mm. <laughs> You've got that for Saturn. So we're like, oh, we're going to send humans to Mars. Oh, you mean Saturn? You mean Saturn? <laughs> I love Saturn. You have to I only recognize shirts. Saturn. Venus. That, the first man mission to Mars. Saturn? Yeah, what if there's just like a typo? Just that, an entirely different planet. Just because one guy <laughs> in NASA just types Saturn instead of Mars. NASA's like, we, we should probably fire the guy that thinks all planets are Saturn. <laughs> He's not doing the work. Shit, he was on the blacklist. We're supposed to let him <laughs> yeah. in here. God, was that the kid from that rocket competition? How did he get a job here? Um, so, uh, Venus. I, I nearly said now you're doing it. Venus has a dense atmosphere composed chiefly of carbon dioxide, generates a surface pressure 93 times greater than that at the surface of Earth. That's equivalent to being one kilometer below Earth's oceans. Yeesh. And the Soviet Union successfully landed several craft on Venus, some of mm-hmm. which operated for more than an hour before they were destroyed by the extreme conditions. <laughs> take, that, take that, Russia. Yeah. Wow. Several spacecraft have also studied the planet. Imagine if they didn't know. Like, they, they weren't aware that it was going to get destroyed. <laughs> That was so expensive. Mm. This, that's one thing I, one big question I have about space science and setting stuff up into space. That's, and with like what SpaceX is doing now, that stuff seems to be so expensive, yeah. but they go through rockets and they go through space vessels. Like it's just like, like so easy for these companies well, to well, make I, new ones. Well, they what, explode and get destroyed. Well, one of the did things you, that yeah. SpaceX is like pine. Oh no, they're reusing. Their big thing is reusing. Yeah, they rockets, haven't. Yeah. They haven't yet reused one of their rockets that I'm aware. Of. Their f- it's their first stage. Is the thing that they managed to land successfully. But just, the just this stage. week, just yeah. last week, they, they landed they, for the second yeah. time. Like, that's first the, time in the Pacific. Yeah, that's the yeah. future of rocket science: is landing rockets and reusing rockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, congrats, well, like SpaceX. That. that was awesome. Mm-hmm. But with, I mean, Russian Russians still seem to be in the school of like destroying stuff on Venus. Well, the Russians. Well, they do still like generally most of the um. Like, a large number of the missions to various planets and other celestial bodies, like, even the ones that orbit them and that are meant to just stay orbiting, when they get towards the end of their life, they will reprogram them to crash into the planet. Because just in that last, even in, like, the sort of milliseconds before they crash, it's still constantly sending data, and they're like, we'll... This is going to die anyway. We'll try and get as much as we can out of it. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that was what was that? There was one quite recently that they uh, that they already did, or they were planning. That they on recently doing? no, that they recently crashed into the surface of somewhere. No, they did. Yeah, that was um, um, the Juno mission. It wasn't the Juno mission to Jupiter? Is I don't think they're crashing something, but they're sending a vessel through Jupiter to take measurements. But I don't know if they have a game plan of getting it back. It's just sort of going to stay in space. Well, that is currently it's part of the New Frontiers program. And it is... Has it reached Jupiter yet? Yeah, I think it has, yeah. 
or it started its first rotation of Jupiter. Like it's going around it and going through it. It's got a bunch of like programmed uh, missions to do. And yeah, one so of it, it's it, like going to the it center. Is the, of it. But just it's yeah, it's scheduled to reach the end of the mission during its thirty seventh orbit and perform a controlled deorbit and disintegrate into Jupiter's atmosphere. Sweet. Oh, so <laughs> it's, so it's going to commit like, suicide. Yeah. Time to disintegrate, yeah, space yeah. suicide. Oh, during, so yeah, it says during the mission, sad. the spacecraft will be exposed to high levels of radiation from Jupiter's magnetos- magnetosphere, which may cause future failure of certain instruments and risk collision with Jupiter's moon. God, the X-Men have to stop Magneto. She's just out of <laughs> yeah. control. The controlled deorbit will eliminate space. <laughs> He's now on Jupiter? Yeah, come on. Uh, One planet wasn't enough for you, Jesus. <laughs> so that so it's committing uh, uh, space suicide. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's suicide. done. It's like all it's done. Co- it's committing space suicide. But yeah. yeah, they'll just like it's reaching the end of its life anyway. Let's just get as much information as we can out of these last few moments. So they just. You know, space like shark is a fun word to just tack onto things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. It I love big doing time. That. Space suicide, yeah. for example. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Very funny. Regular suicide. Not so funny. <laughs> Regular suicide. Tragic. Shark suicide. Like? Space suicide. <laughs> what about shark? To me, anyway. Yeah. Shark suicide. Shark Hilarious. space suicide. Yeah. They probably do, right? Do other animals commit suicide? Ooh. Ooh. Well, the, you know, the, the lemming story, <clears throat> excuse me, has been... Um, Debunked. You know how we all think of lemmings as jumping off cliffs and mass suicides. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that That's, was a Disney film. It was a Disney film, and when the truth came out, like the producers of the movie were just pushing these things. They, off what? The angle. Yeah, they just drove them really off a cliff. Fucked up. <laughs> And it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Short, I think, this Disney wildlife movie. And it got us all thinking that Lemmings commit suicide when they it was don't. just they like... Just... Is that true? And yeah, we were just like... Up. Yeah. There was like Why? a delightful <laughs> spin-off um, computer game. Yes, yeah, I yeah. remember that. Like Lemmings game. So there were just real like PAs and producers just like, oh just my like God. Kicking yeah. Lemmings. That definitely would be a grip job. Uh, we all work in the industry. Yeah, and you can't... Unions uh, <laughs> uh, unions are really strict about who does what jobs. Push lemmings. Yeah. And if you had a PA pushing Lemmings, that would be a huge violation yeah. of protocol. Just, just Snopesing it now as well. Snopes like, yep, completely true. Some of the most memorable scenes in White Wilderness, that's the name of the film, Disney's... 50, 1958 wow. Academy Award winning oh, True Life okay. Adventure. White Wilderness sounds like racial wow. propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. What year is that? 1950 something? Yeah. That's well Ooh. within Disney's like racial propaganda. Yeah. Not so, great. Song of the South. Yeah. Not it sounds great. like a future like Trump operation. Operation yeah. White, White Wilderness. Wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jesus. And they like kill a bunch of animals in the process and make it look like they're 50s were a different time. Like that, that's also like the time where like the cowboy films they were doing like major damage to horses where, to get them to do like stuff. Oh, yeah. cowboy they did films. awful things. Like, they did horrible things to animals in like spaghetti westerns yeah, where they, they're just like... They used like, to have, I can't remember what the name is of it, for basically a wire. Like it's, it's a trip wire. Oh, so, to get yeah. them to fall. To get them to fall. So the horse, oh. the stunt, the stunt rider just rides the horse towards this wire and then like oh. at the point that the it gets supposedly you trip shot. up. Yeah. It just hits this wire and oh. they go flying. Or to get it to get it to put up its front legs and like do like the handstand thing, they would like do stuff to its dick, like tie its like 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 injure its penis and make stuff? it go ah and make it makes it, it kicks up. That's, yeah. They blew the horse. <laughs> like, they gently he massaged. liked it so much he started dancing. And they, <laughs> <laughs> they, like, started That's what would happen if you weren't yeah. you weren't descript and like, hey, go over there and yeah. do some dick stuff to that horse. Yeah, like, we need to get this shot. Good, your good stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Like, be I'm more. Like, no, no, no. Why are you? Just, yeah. just, just <laughs> why are you on your knees? <laughs> you just said do stuff. You didn't say good or bad. You didn't say what? That's why it's called the best boy grip. Yes. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yes, it is. 
There it is. Start that Found rumor. the punchline. That's, that's where that term started. Work that joke into a conversation for years now. Go. Thank you so much. Wait, how do they make horses fall in movies now, though? I was watching something recently where there's like a big battle scene, a bunch of horses are like falling down. Yeah, is it just CG, like really good CGI? Or like, how do you do make do an that? animal fall with CGI? You, fall? you can train a horse to fall. I don't They're know. still do, secretly doing bad stuff to horses. Yeah. Yeah. But like, there is a reason why the Humane Society now exists and there's like the sort of... Right, you have to do yeah. the disclaimer yeah. like no horses were hurt or whatever. Um, but in 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 this duck in wild wilderness, a white wilderness rather, um, the scenes were staged by filmmakers in order to replicate supposed real life behaviors well, of lemmings insane. that could not be captured on film, and thus they did perpetuate the legend of periodic inexplicable mass suicides so, by lemmings who die by hurling themselves off cliffs. <laughs> so no one questioned it because later they were just like, "Well, this would have happened anyway." Yeah. <laughs> Nature would have pushed it off a cliff if I didn't. Gary's cousin's neighbor said he saw a bunch of lemmings kill themselves. So in the the explanation in the film, uh, they explained it as not that they're committing suicide, but because they've supposedly mistaken the vast expanse of the Arctic Sea for a lake and assume there's a reachable shore just across the water. Uh, Oh. So we have to alter a lot. Like, we say a lot of phrases related to yeah, lemmings. Don't like, don't be, be a such lemming, a lemming. But, yeah. Don't let someone push you off a cliff. <laughs> don't, <laughs> also, don't, don't let, be a, a, don't let a Disney producer murder you. Never trust Disney. That's yeah. one of our... Yeah. Yes. Yes. That yeah. should be, if you have a meeting, like a pitch meeting, you go into yeah. Disney, like, don't be a lemming. Don't, don't yeah. let a producer <laughs> murder you. Throw you out the window and then <laughs> tell everyone you committed suicide. Drive you and all of your friends and family off into an Arctic lake. Don't let your people get shoved off a cliff so this is filmed in the canadian province of alberta which is not a native habitat for lemmings this is not realistic lemming behavior at all uh the alberta is landlocked with no outlet to the sea the filmmakers had to import lemmings to alberta for use what uh reportedly by purchasing them from inuit children who had caught them in other provinces what (laughs) hey how much for that how much for that lemming (laughs) through the use (laughs) of controlled camera angles and tight editing the filmmakers made no more than a few dozen lemmings look like a much larger number, placing them on turntables to create a frenzied migration effect. What? Oh, God. And then herding See, them when- off a cliff and into the water, which was actually the Bow River, not the Arctic Sea. All of this is wrong. Every bit of this is wow. a lie. So at what point in film production do you go, maybe we shouldn't be making this movie? Yeah, like the, <laughs> the production <laughs> value behind the scene is very impressive. Some producers are like, no, we're making. Yeah. We're making this obscure 1950s world. Inuit children. What are we supposed to fucking do with these lemmings? Yes. I didn't right? get we're throwing them off a cliff. We should have thought the film through before we bought all the lemmings. Yeah. <laughs> knock, knock, didn't give me a receipt, and now I got, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I got, now I got 20 lemmings, and no, write any of this off. And no yeah. buyback policy from Knock Knock. We don't want to take them back, so we might as well drag them off a cliff into a lake. Oh my god. Kenny, Kid, we know? didn't use these lemmings. Yeah. Now let's cut the crap. I didn't, I. <laughs> as long as you're making up traits that lemmings have, why did you settle on that one? They could just if you're lying, they could be yeah. anything. Or why choose lemming? I don't even know what a lemming looks like. What does a lemming it's look like? It's like a little hamster-looking thing. Just yeah. put them on catapults and then shoot them in the air. Be like, they also fly. They also fly. Yeah. yeah. They've also been to space. <laughs> <laughs> we shot a lemming. How did they pick that? In a the- rocket. 
<laughs> By the way, it's not just Disney that are monsters. Do you guys remember a movie from the 80s called The Adventures of Milo and Otis? Yes. Oh, yeah. You know the story of... Oh, they were doing some no. bad stuff. Oh, it was some bad stuff. Wait. It was a Japanese movie. Dudley Moore narrated the English version. Um, oh, I didn't realize it was Japanese. I didn't know it was Japanese. I watched yeah. that movie as a kid. I love that movie as a kid. Oh, Don't say I, anything bad I, about I, Milo ooh, and Otis. Mm, mm, Don't ruin... What happened? Well, I, what happened? I, I, what are you going to ruin Benji next? Don't ruin Benji. trigger warning come yeah. up, coming up. I'm sorry. Um, oh, don't ruin my So the Sunday Mail reported at the time that Animal Liberation Queensland founder Jackie Kent alleged the killing of more than 20 kittens during production oh, and added that she was disturbed by Milo. reports from Europe which alleged other animals had been injured. Um, let's see. Mm. Such as in one case where a producer allegedly had broken a cat's paw to make it appear unsteady on its feet. Other scenes that were the source of controversy were the scene of a kitten falling off a cliff and the scene of a pug fighting a bear. Kent said her organization had a number of complaints from people who had seen the film and were concerned that it could have been that it could not have been made without cruelty. Um, let's see. See, this is back when CGI wasn't a thing. Yeah, right, yeah. like like if a if a pug's fighting a bear, there's no that that's a bear. That's there's bad. no CGI yeah, there's bears. Just a bear killing a pug. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold Unless on. One. Hey, why don't, why don't we... Wait, these, I'm sorry. These things haven't been verified. This might be bullshit. Oh, it might have so. been... Uh, Snopes it. Oh, well, uh, Wikipedia is saying that they the, the rumors were not verified. The report noted that several Japanese humane societies allowed their names to be used in connection with the film, and the film shows no animals being injured. Okay, maybe that was an urban legend that I fell for, that, that animals wow, were... Wow, dude. Wow, a lot of trickery. We're trying to give the facts to the people, and I you're... Know. Okay, okay. Milo Notice, you're... I, I, You're I'm off gonna, the hook. I'm going to withhold judgment until I do further research. I just like we don't think uh, Otis fought that bear. Yeah, I tell you what, we'll, we'll let you do your own research. Okay. We'll post uh, yes, we'll post yes. links to those stories. I'm sorry, Milo and at Otis. probablyscience.com. Oh, uh, yes. Hey, you know what? You can find on the tab next to where we will post all the stories. What can you find? You can find a donation button, Andy. Ooh. Uh, you can find a donation button where people who wish to help us financially keep this show up and running. Uh, can do so either with a monthly donation or a one-off payment. We've had some monthly donations come through from, uh, I'm going to say just Destruction Lane again. Uh, goes by Destruction Lane. Goes by Destruction Lane because that's what it comes through as. No sign of a real name that we can Destruction find. Destruction Lane. Lane. Yeah, Pizza yeah. robot. He Pizza or lo- she. Yeah. You guys are accepting. Or, or yeah. some non-binary or alternate pronoun. Uh, Peter Long, Paul Freeland, David Worths, Kate Birch, uh, James Cox. Thank you very much, Joshua Woods. Uh, and Zvonimir Kroons and then thank you very much Justin Broad for both generous monthly donation and an accidental double donation this week because you were changing your thing Whoops. thank you for that Sweet. Uh, well you're not getting it back it's very generous <laughs> we did offer and he was like ah fuck it it's new year happy Aww. Christmas um, and then also thank you very very much Catherine Lubiak because that's a very generous monthly donation from you uh, thank you for always doing this and then uh, we have one off donations from Peter Ipers thank you very much and then, this is kind of cool, a one-off donation from Scott Rogers. Uh, Scott said, uh, I wanted to donate to the show for a, for a long time. Back in August, I graduated with a degree in me- mechanical engineering and just landed my first job as an engineer, so here's part of my paycheck to celebrate. Aw. Nice. Ah, nicely Thank done, you, Scott. Scott. Um, congratulations. He probably did well in his rocket competition. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on both the new job and the graduation in a scientific field, despite all of the bullshit and misinformation you've accidentally absorbed from listening <laughs> to our nonsense. <laughs> Thank you for thriving and succeeding despite <laughs> <laughs> us. Yeah. So we don't sh- know if he's thriving. He might be a shit scientist. <laughs> he might be a he shit didn't tell us what the new job. Future shit is. Scientist. You got a good shit scientist or shit. I mean, yeah. shit he might scientist. be a future great shit scientist. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, get into it, middens. Get literally get into it. Middens is how you get say over middens. there and get into it. Yeah. Mid- um, middens is how you say mittens in New Jersey. By the way, would you call <laughs> it? Yeah, mittens. Yeah, mittens. 
That's uh, well, I come from Michigan, which is the state they call Mitt. And uh, is it, your, uh-huh. is it your your husband's family's from there? Yeah, I'm also from Jersey. Okay, but he's like North Jersey Italian. They are like they are New Jersey. You know, right? I'm like Sopranos I'm Jersey. Yeah. yeah. What else is that? Do you guys say? Huge with the with the Y. No, is I don't. That Jersey? What is that? I mean, that's just one I guess person. There might be some <laughs> people that say that, but that's no. I don't think that's as common. Huge. Huge. That's some actually. That's, huge. Kind that's of, more of a New York. That's or is it Philly? A, that might be a Philly I thing. I don't know. Hey, the other way uh, you can help support the show mm-hmm. is if you happen to be shopping on Amazon. If you go through our link first on the website. Or even set that as your browser bookmark for Amazon so you never have to remember to type it in in full or go through our link. Um, we get a little uh, kickback. We get a little uh, commission, and it costs you no extra. So whenever you're buying something on Amazon, like, for example, the book I Am Bride, How to Take the Wee Out of Wedding and Other Useful Advice by the very funny Laura Wilcox. Yeah. Uh, why not do that through our link? And Hey, I think uh, my album, you know, my album's on Amazon. Is oh. it? Search, well, uh, search Andy Peters. I dare say it probably is. What is your album called? Andy, Andy's Exclamation mark, correct. question mark. No, no, no. no my vinyl. I think Amazon's got some copies of my vinyl, and you could do that through this link. Oh, shit. Try it. Sure. I stepped on the title. Is yes, it there? It's on there. Exclamation mark, question, question point. point Get Andy it. Peters. Get it from Amazon. We'll put links to both of those specific project uh, yeah, products on probably. Hers is newer than mine is so old. I, I usually don't mention it, but now you mention Amazon. Oh, fuck yeah. It's yeah. super funny. It's Amazon years old. is forever. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Until the sharks take over. Um, or the cats. Yeah. Do we, or the uh, cat sharks. And the or way- cats riding sharks. The Riding other really Venus cool way. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, please. The other way you can also support us uh, uh, in a non-financial but definitely helpful manner is by spreading the word, tweeting, Facebooking. I know a lot of you do that. A lot of you write nice things about us on iTunes and give us nice five-star ratings, and that really helps boost us in the listings and also in whatever your podcast listener of choice happens to be. So keep doing that. We really appreciate it, and it just helps get us out there to other people who might enjoy our bullshit. Um, I think we got time for like one more story, right? Yeah. Do you like? Do you, have, uh, do you have a favorite one? Well, I mean, who doesn't like turning things into gold, right? Why not? If that were a thing we could do. Isn't that the whole premise of was it Rumpelstiltskin? Uh huh. He and, spun straw. And the guy, gold? there was a a king, uh, Midas. Oh yeah, Midas touching touch. things. Even I think Sir Isaac Newton spent some of his later days experimenting trying? in al- alchemy. Yeah, trying to turn. Uh, Newton was... Newton, you're better than that. We, he, yeah, really, well, this, <laughs> come on, Newt. Come on. This is <laughs> about Isaac Newton. So, and we've talked about this a bit on the show before. Um, he did the vast amount of his incredible genius mathematics and sciences mm-hmm. when he was sickeningly young. Whoa. Like, oh, yeah. Kippy and Mathematica was, I think he was like, he was in his 20s when that came out. And is it bullcrap that he got hit in the head with an apple? Like, what age was he? Th- no. That never actually happened, no. right? He, he, he may have observed an apple, or it might have just been more of a thought experiment, like what makes an apple fall to the ground. Yeah. And then he uses that as an example when he's, when he's espousing his views on what gravity, gravity. is. Um, but um, uh, he did start to go a little bit crazy as he got older. Aww. Possibly, there's some theory that it was because of Mercury... Uh, mm-hmm. His study. This is one one theory. His study and a lot of the things around him. He liked the color pink, and the only pink paint that was available at that time was mercury based. Oh, yep. so that might shit. be that might be a reason. Or he might have also just been kind of bad. He's just crazy. Um, yeah. Well, that was like the um, that famous case of the radium girls that worked in that cosmetic factory where mercury was used in cosmetics back then to make certain colors. Oh, really? Uh, like lipsticks and... Uh, they, they did all sorts of things. Again, this is something we 
uh, for, we mentioned on a pre, an old episode, but my parents, oh, when yeah, they the, were at school, when it was like a wet weather day, so they weren't, at, it was like raining too much for them to go outside and play, and they were kept inside, um, the teacher would just tip a vial of mercury onto the desk and they'd play with it. <laughs> <laughs> mercury time! <laughs> that sounds fun. It, if you had like multiple bad weather days in a row, you could like kill your entire I bet, class. I, I bet it's great fun. Mercury is probably really cool to play with because it, it's this liquid. It glows in the dark. It glows in the dark. I played with it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't tell you that. No. A, a thermometer broke, and I I was oh, playing yes, with did, it, yeah. and my you mom in walked there? in on it. It was like, what are you doing? Ah! It's so cool. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh my god. That explains why it's I like Terminator way. Two over here. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, Alex Mack. <laughs> <laughs> she turned into look like a puddle of mercury. Um, Actually, wait. Can I give a quick plug for you? Because you didn't mention that you killed it last week on At Midnight. I don't want to spoil nice. what happens. <gasps> oh, I can't wait. But to Matt see. made his first appearance on Comedy Central's At Midnight. Uh, if you live you. in the U.S. and maybe some other countries, you can go to Comedy Central's site, you watch can, the whole episode. You can definitely get it in Canada, and I think you can. In other countries, you might have to do. You some, might have to do some shit. slightly dubious VPN things yeah. you know works but, but yeah uh, check it. it out Matt had a great uh, Mercury joke I think that made I think that made Hardwick do a spit take didn't that it did, that did make the cut there yeah. was um also friend of the show uh, Josie Long was on At Midnight yesterday oh nice awesome um I don't know why I specifically singled that out because loads of people yeah. are friends of the show yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay, so yeah, this this article sent in by was this Justin Broad? No, this was Jacob Pittman. Thank yes. you for emailing that in. Um, it gives like a brief history of alchemy, and uh, it points out that a lot of scientists who were trying to find a way to make gold were actually doing pretty good experimental work. And according to Lawrence Principe, a, a chemist and science historian at, at Johns Hopkins University, he said any modern professor of chemistry today would be more than happy to hire some of these guys as lab techs. So they aren't all crazy. Um, but yeah, they were all looking for this thing known as the Philosopher's Stone that was this supposedly dense, waxy red material that was said to enable the process um, of transmutation, of turning base metals such as lead into gold. Uh, obviously, that never happened. But um, with the dawn of the atomic age in the 20th century, the transmutation of elements finally became possible. So nowadays, nuclear physicists routinely transform one element to another. In commercial nuclear reactors, uranium atoms break apart to yield smaller nuclei of elements such as xenon and strontium, as well as heat that can be harnessed to generate electricity. Um, so what do you need to actually turn lead to gold? It's indeed possible. All you need is a particle accelerator, a vast supply of energy, mm. and an extremely low expectation of how much gold you'll actually end up with. More than 30 years ago, nuclear scientists at Lawrence Berkeley National Lab in California succeeded in producing very small amounts of gold from bismuth, wow. a metallic element adjacent to lead on the periodic table. Be money. Uh, yeah. This, you, Do you think if you could do this in major quantities, it would bring down the value of gold? That's what I was going to say. That's now problem, gold right? should, is except, no longer a precious metal. Except the cost in terms of energy yeah, and facilities to actually do this so vastly So much exceeds. more than gold. Yeah. yeah. You don't have a particle more. accelerator? Yeah. Why? You That's know? weird. That's insane. <laughs> You want to borrow mine? <laughs> he made it himself. So uh, David Morrissey, now at Michigan State, says the same process Yeah, would- go Spartans. <laughs> the same process would work for lead, but isolating the gold at the end of the reaction would prove much more difficult. We could have used lead in experiments, but we used bismuth because it has only one stable isotope. The elements uh, homogeneous uh, nature... Homogeneous? I think homogeneous. Sounds right. Means it is easier to separate gold from bismuth than it is to separate gold from lead, which has four stable isotopic identities. Sorry, bismuth. Yeah. <laughs> Poor <laughs> bismuth. 
using that. Oh, easy bismuth. Easy <laughs> it's B. none of your bismuth. <laughs> it's none Get of your bismuth. It's none of. Oh man, that's a good. That's the book title Do you about, think there's about like this one story. Girl out there named Bismuth. <laughs> oh, there's gotta be. That there probably name. is Bismuth Gold. Bismuth Gold. <laughs> bismuth Gold. Gold's what we wanted you to be. B I S. And you're deciding whether you should break up with her and go on, go on that tr- and go on that trip. So you're like, yeah. uh, bismuth, uh, bismuth or pleasure. Bismuth or. <laughs> Uh, Bismuth or pleasure? Are you here for Bismuth? My daughter Bismuth now. I'm now looking. Okay, Bismuth exists as a last name. I'm looking. I'm just looking on Facebook (laughs) for people. So there are plenty of Bismuths as a family name. I want to get a job checking people into a science conference just so I can say, are you here for business? Bismuth or pleasure? There's someone, there's someone called Bismuth Jam. <laughs> That's probably where that joke is going to really hit. <laughs> the only place that the joke would hit. <laughs> there's an X Games competitor, it says here, named Risky Bismuth. Um, no. No, I'm sorry. That's, oh, okay. Sorry. I was right. going to say, they don't have fun like, jokes. I love sorry. that Bismuth. There's a few of them. I found Bismuth, Bismuth, uh, Huitros, Huitroy. Who's at, who was at Harvard? That might not be that person's real name. Went to Harvard Westlake. Mm-hmm. Bismuth, Bismuth Paswan. Yeah, it exists. Okay. Bismuth. This is a name. I'm very glad I asked. Um, <laughs> I'm in the Bismuth business. <laughs> I'm in the business. I'm, in the, I'm in the business of you Bismuth. Sure that was Bismuth. Harvard and not like the Harvard School of Bismuth. It's the Harvard School. The Harvard School of Bismuth. <laughs> so using the LBNLs. <laughs> Bevelac particle accelerator Morrissey and his colleagues boosted beams of carbon and neon nuclei to nearly light speed and slammed them into foils of bismuth. When a high sp- stop it. When a high speed <laughs> when a high- slamming into my bismuth. It's a- <laughs> Stay out of my bismuth. Mind your bismuth. <laughs> Mom. You're all up in my bismuth. Oh I'm sorry, I'm trying to turn it into gold. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You can burrow. <laughs> when a high-speed nucleus in the beam collided with a with a bismuth atom, it sheared off parts of the nucleus, leading a, leaving a slightly diminished atom behind. By sifting through the particulate wreckage, the team found a number of transmuted atoms in which four protons had been removed from a, a bismuth atom to produce gold. Along with the four protons, the collision-induced reactions have removed anywhere from 6 to 15 neutrons, producing a range of gold isotopes, from gold-190 to gold-199. This is also how superheroes are created. Like the scientist yeah, totally. who yeah. falls into the if collider while this is happening and becomes right. gold man or, Again, or bismuth Mack. boy. Yeah, Goldman Sachs. That's Goldman, Goldman Sachs. Goldman yeah. Sachs. Yeah. And that's how it's we got gold man. wandering the land. <laughs> yeah. the worst superpower. You're just yeah. a super heavy gold yeah. man. Yeah. I have radiation sickness and I can't move. But I will find the bank. I'm dying. But I look, but it's pretty cool. I'm worth, I'm worth a lot of money. I'm very, very I'm rich. very valuable. The amount of gold produced was so small that Morrissey and his oh. colleagues had to identify it by measuring the radiation given off by unstable gold nuclei as they decayed over the course of a year. In addition to the several radioactive isotopes of gold, the particle collisions produced presumably some amount of the stable isotope gold-197, which is the stuff that gold rings and the like are made of. But because it did not decay, uh, because that doesn't decay, it's stable, they were unable to confirm its presence. The stable isotope would have to be observed in, in a mass spectrometer but I think the number of atoms was and is still below the level of detection by mass spec. So I barely mm. made gold. Seems like kind of not, not worth your time. Yeah. <laughs> Isolating the minute quantities of gold would be even more difficult using lead as a starting material, but smashing high-speed nuclei into a lead target would indeed complete the long-sought transmutation. Quit smashing my lead, bro. <laughs> 
all what this if this work was this team's? I know. It's like maybe. What if it was this team's like get rich fast else. scheme and it, like they got? Yeah. They're like, okay, well, no one's using the machine now. Let's get in there with all <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> We're gonna break into Harvard Business School. Harvard Business School. <laughs> We're gonna use their super collider and their atom smasher. Some of the collisions <laughs> would be expected to remove three protons from lead or one proton from mercury to produce gold. It's relatively straightforward to convert les, lead, bismuth, or mercury into gold. The problem is the rate of production is very small and the energy, money, etc. expended will always far exceed the output of gold atoms. So what we're doing is pointless. Okay. Yeah. In 1980, when the bismuth to gold experiment was carried out, running particle beams through the through the collider cost about five grand an hour, and we probably used about a day of beam time. Oh, God. Uh, a day of beam recalls time. Oregon State University nuclear chemist Walter Loveland, one of the researchers on the product, project uh, Glenn Seaborg who shared the 1951 Nobel Prize in chemistry for his work with heavy elements and who died in 99 was the senior author on the resulting study it would cost more than one quadrillion dollars per what? ounce to produce gold by this experiment wow. the going rate for an ounce of gold at the time about $560 okay so like stop doing this and go cure cancer <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shoot your beans and some cancer. You said he got the Nobel Prize. What did he get? The Nobel Science Prize? For his work on heavy metals, not specifically this. I was going to say, okay. Heavy elements. Like, they're really giving out that award willy-nilly if if you got that for this. Yeah, there was more than that, just that experiment. But that, he was a Nobel Prize winner. He put in a lot of beam time. A lot of beam time. Multiple hours of beam time. You got to put in a lot of beam time. How much do they have to start off with to get this tiny amount, does it say? I don't know. A sheet of it. Just a little bit of because I don't think we do enough to support just a standard um, amount of bismuth. Just a little bit, <laughs> just like your we, normal. We, we could all be doing regular, more. Yeah. Regular bismuth measure. That's yeah. what when you first launched what in the story, I'm like, we're, this is going to be a craze. Yeah, but that's the yeah. problem with this administration is we don't support small bismuth. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get insurance when you're when Matt's you're in, in a business. small yeah. bismuth. Sorry, for the record. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, on that uh, note Oh, good one Hey, uh, uh, Andy, let's start with you Where can our listeners find out about you and your work? At Andy underscore Peters Don't go to at Andy Peters You'll that be supporting that blogger. stupid <laughs> tech blogger from Omaha You know who you are Your name's Andy Peters Give me my goddamn <laughs> Twitter handle Or I don't I will drive to Omaha This took a turn at the end No, no, no I've, really... I've threatened him before on yeah. Twitter That I will drive to Omaha <laughs> To do a show and and to arm wrestle him for my Twitter handle at Andy <laughs> underscore Peters. Are you a good arm wrestler? Uh, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> Fine, I'll I'll catch his catch can wrestle you for uh, I will I will Greco Roman you <laughs> for my rightful Twitter handle. He's got like two hundred followers. You've got a good argument here. I'm I'm on your side. And your Thank album. You. And uh, Andy Peters exclamation mark question point. Get it on Amazon now. Everyone and support my boys. Amazon. Go to Amazon, get all of our books and albums okay, on Amazon. Sure. You're a purchaser of choice. You don't have to sure. give us the... I'm just saying for the next... Let's say... you happen to be on Amazon. Let's put a timestamp on it. Exactly. For the next week, if you're going to buy my album, buy it on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> that and and oh Laura, Wilcox with two L's. Thank you very much. Um, you can find me at Laura underscore. Also have to do the underscore Wilcox oh. with two L's on Twitter and Instagram, which honestly, I use way more than Twitter. There we go. I love a picture. And then your book. And my book is out. Yeah, it's so it's a parody. It's a like a satirical wedding guide. It's a parody of we- all things wedding. It, it's meant to make you laugh if you're planning a wedding or if you've just gone to a million of them. Or you just want to read a funny book and it happens to be wedding themed. Yes, exactly. It is just a funny book. Um, yeah. So, uh, like, fucking buy it. Yeah, you've experienced an hour and a bit of Laura now. You know she's yeah. funny. Yeah. 
That's you, probably transfers. There to are book no form. bismuth jokes in it. <coughs> Not oh. a one. Are there puns though? Wedding Part puns? Two, addendum. There's probably some wedding puns. Some I don't puns think sharks are mentioned. Damn it. Some of my best stuff, unfortunately, didn't make the cut of the Damn book. It. But all uh, my shark jokes. So follow both of them. You can follow us at probably science. You can email us probably science at gmail.com. And you can tweet us at Probably Science. You can find us on Facebook as well. And through any of those, you can send us questions, comments, clarifications, corrections, or articles you think we might find interesting and want to cover. There might be a lot of those on this episode. Uh, Yeah. Oh, we get some great corrections. Oh, please Um, correct us. From real scientists who inexplicably listen to this show and write in to tell us what we've gone wrong. Um, You can. (laughs) Which just seems like a real. Where do I start? They're, very, they're all very kind and generous about it, both with their time and their patience mm-hmm. towards us. It's mm-hmm. pronounced bismuth. It's called yeah. Probably Science, it's, guys. It's, kind of, it's right there in the title. From episode one, we've been covering our ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from, the, from the title onwards, we are definitely hedging our bets. Yeah. Um, and you can find us individually at Matt Kirshen and at Andy T. Wood, and also at Jesse Case, and listen to the podcast Jesse vs. Cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, hey, have you got dates coming up as well? Um, well, I have my regular show. My next thing is uh, I have um, the, if you're in the LA area, come down to the um, Blind Barber show that happens the last Monday of every month at the Blind Barber in Culver City. That's my regular Nice. That's jam. a cool show. You guys um, just had Dave Chappelle do that recently. We just had right? Dave Chappelle. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, and then we are back to our normal. We had sort of a weird December where Dave Chappelle kept doing these um, tester shows and they were really awesome. And now like tons of people know about our show. So it's like no ticket sales. We have a if you go to uh, uh, blindbarbershow.com, you can get on a list, and there's like a waiting list to get our next show. We yeah. now do we now do two shows a night because of the popularity. We do an 8 p.m. and a 10 p.m. last Monday of every month. Get on our list. It's a free show, and we try to get everybody in. And so like sort of get on the list early. That you got to go through a barbershop to get to. It's a it's a secret show. It really is uh, the secret show where you have to. It's uh, the showroom is there's no signage or nothing that tells you. There's a comedy club at this barber shop, but you see a barber pole. You go in, kind of nod secretly at the barbers <laughs> that haircut. will be cutting hair. Get a, get a haircut, support the actual <laughs> business. Get a haircut, and then you walk through an undescript door, and there's a whole comedy club back there. Um, cool. Amazing. It's a really fun show. Um, go to that. I will be at. Well, Truman State University in uh-huh. the middle of Missouri. It's a very long shot that any of the people at that college <laughs> listen to our show just from numbers alone, statistics. But if you or anyone you know is there, send them my way. I'll be there on Friday night. Uh, and I know we, uh, far more likely, I know for a fact we have listeners in San Francisco in the Bay Area. I'm going to be there for Sketchfest the following weekend. Nice. So the, nice. the, week, the last weekend of the month, I will be doing... Um, on the Friday, I'll be doing um, set list and prompter, and then I'm hosting a cool show the next afternoon, on the Saturday afternoon. Awesome. So check those out. Um, anyone else got anything they need uh, to plug? I'm shit? good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the show, spread the word, uh, buy Laura's book, buy Andy's album, uh, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining yeah, us. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. Me. Both of us. Thank you. Thanks, I said us. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>